Hey you lucky people, welcome to episode 99 of the Scottish Liberty Podcast with my main man, Anthony Samroff, and me, Tom Laird. Today on the show, we're going to be discussing what the fuck gives with YouTube, Google, and even Facebook, and Twitter, and all that shit. Um, most of us will be on one of those formats, or even all of them, and the question today is... How long should we put up with this shit from Google? Oh, yeah, you, you're asking me. Yeah. How long should we put up with people being banned, uh, suspended, um, ditched, demonetized? In fact, the demonetization's been going on for a long time. Hi, Lucy. And the writing's been on the wall. Because people are saying, oh, the writing's on the wall. Bullshit. The writing's been on the wall for at least five years. Five at least, uh, and people were starting to get demonetized about three years ago. And there's a lot of big players out there. There's a lot of behemoths, uh, Stephen Molyneux, uh, yeah. us, obviously. Yeah, we're huge. Yeah, mass. Well, we're, we're huge. We're big in Europe, <laughs> as they used, as bands used to like to say. We may be big in Japan, but we haven't heard Yo, yet. Yo, Will Porter, thanks for tuning in. Will Porter of Foreign Policy Focus and the Libertarian Institute fame. Tuning Excellent. In, Thank you. So we're discussing what the what are we actually going you know what the fuck are we going to do about it? Are we just going to sit around bitching and moaning and a mumbling and a groaning and sending uh, emails? You know, Stephen Molyneux asked us all to send a massive email to Google. I don't think that's going to do jack shit, and I think it's time that we decamped to somewhere else. And I'm seriously considering. Speak for yourself. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I sort of caught me I'm off gonna, guard there. I'm going to be honest. I'm not coming off Facebook or YouTube anytime soon. Okay. Well, I have personally came off of YouTube. I just closed my Google Plus account today. No one will miss you. Uh, fine. Uh, that's all good. Just teasing. And that's the end of that. And I had a few followers on there. I had, um, and I was a member of a few groups, uh, Libertarian. Google Plus group had about group had about seventy thousand uh, people on it. That's a shame. Yep. Um, but I'm done with that shit. You know, I'm not. I'm not putting up it anymore. And you know, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. So I'm gone from that. I opened up a new email address, which I'm going to start using. So I've started using it already, and I'm slowly going to wind down my Gmail account and finally close it. Um. So Anthony, tell us why you're not going to strike yeah, back. Yeah, well, I guess it's just because at the moment it's handy. Um, Facebook, I use... Well, this is the problem, yeah. Why? Why Maybe Are you, so you going to end slavery? Well, do you know what? It's kind of handy, you know. <laughs> I'm not I mean, really who's sure. Gonna, who's going to pick <clears throat> my cotton? You know, if I don't... You know, and everybody else is doing it, you know. <laughs> the other guy up the road, he's got loads of slaves. He's not going to end his slavery. So, I mean, why would I be the first? I'm not really quite you know? sure that Google... Uh, demonetizing and deplatforming and Twitter deplatforming people is quite as an egregious uh, violation of the NAP as um, ending slavery as uh, slavery was. Uh, Will Porter points out, I think it's smart to stay where we have the most reach, but having backups on alternative platforms is a good idea. Right. Well, I mean, we are 
broadcasting live to Facebook right now. Yeah. After that, I'm going to grab the video and put it up on YouTube. Why? Because stuff comes up in the suggested videos in YouTube. It's a good way to get people in. Should we have our, our stuff also goes up on SoundCloud so people can just listen to it audio only on iTunes? In fact, I'd say most people who listen to the show just listen to it. They don't watch yeah. it. So, at this juncture, we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot. I use Facebook basically to message people. I barely ever text or email anymore unless it's really official. <clears throat> I used to always text. But the thing is, even Facebook is not what it once was. I remember when I first got Facebook, I used to love going on the train or the bus and checking my news feed. Oh, so-and-so's passed their driving test. And then when I see them, I go, hey, congratulations on passing your driving test. And they're like, oh, yeah, they felt good. So it helped me to know what my people were doing. Facebook, people. my people. No, I don't mean the Jews. Fuck off. Right? No, I don't. No, I don't. Let get your people go, Anthony. <laughs> no, I don't get. No, I don't get that from Facebook anymore. Um, I just get a bunch of crap, quite frankly. One of the things that really annoys me about Facebook is you go through your feed, especially on your phone, and almost all of its videos. Yeah. Hi guys. I'm like, do you know what? If I wanted to watch videos, I'd be on YouTube, not Facebook. So. I hate that. I want to know what people are up to. I want to know who's passed, who's got engaged, who's passed a driving test, uh, what people are up to. Why do you want to know that? Uh, so that I can, so that I can be a good friend, I guess. So that's what I liked about my Facebook experience when I was first on there. Okay, right enough. Probably if you go down my newsfeed, it's mostly political comments, but I try and make them witty, and I try and make them. Uh, thought provoking. Uh, Witty or shitty? Um, Both. Bo well, shitty. Surely they're mutually exclusive. I don't okay. know why you introduced the concept of shitty into the conversation at all, for no other reason than it rhymed. Okay, so okay. Facebook is basically fast. I think people are getting tired of Facebook. Lots of people say there's too many videos on Facebook. The thing is, something hasn't come out to rival it yet. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, apparently. The kids, I mean, I know you think you're the kids, most of the people out there on Facebook, but you're not anymore. I hate to break it to you. Hate to break the kids' it kids, the teenagers, like, you know, 13, 14, 15, apparently they're not using it anymore. Guess why? Mum and Dad use Facebook. Why the fuck would you want to do something right. your parents do? Right. And it's just a way Instagram. your parents checking up on you as well. Instagram's big at the moment, but yeah. they're owned by Facebook. Michael Arthur Brusoff from California says, competition solves these kinds of problems. There is a need for competing platforms. I agree, and here's the thing, right? We don't know, to, we know that Google has been in receipt of public funds, but I don't know how much. Hmm. What preferential treatments did they get? How much did they spend lobbying? People say that they're private platforms and they can choose yeah. to chuck people off if they want. I agree as far as it goes. However, <clears throat> many people have made the point, which is this YouTube taking people down. The whole point of YouTube was at, in the first place, we don't monitor content. It's not our content, so it's democratic. Yeah, right? they don't have an editorial. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as they fulfill the role of chucking people out, you can say they've got an editorial policy. Therefore, they become responsible and as Jordan Peterson pointed out uh, to Stephen Crowder, who was sounding like an idiot, um, 
it's gonna it's likely to come back and bite them in the ass. Stefan Molyneux said it's not really it doesn't think that they have the right to do it actually. Um, I'm not sure if you can make that argument. They've got the right to do it. It's a bad idea for them, and it's a bad idea for democracy, if you believe in democracy. It's a bad idea for the marketplace of ideas. Um, Alex Jones was taken down. Um, Paul Joseph Watson's been restricted. Right. Or whatever. Um, you know, they're, they're definitely going everyone, after... Yeah. Um, you know, it seems to be exclusively... It's Scott Horton... Yeah, Scott Horton. Yeah, you know, who Kyle, is... Kyle, you know, nice to see you, Kyle. Yeah. Kyle Anzalone of Foreign Policy Focus. I seem to be shouting out that show uh, regularly. So, But but it is the be- it is a great show if you want to know what's going on in foreign policy yeah. world. So, so at, here's the thing. Much of the, the way that Google, I believe, and YouTube and all that are behaving is under pressure from government. Hmm. Now, there's a lot of people out there saying, oh, you know, Google... Right, Here's the thing, who's going to enforce it? Who's going to turn around to Google and YouTube and say, you have to, right? You're a, a utility, you're a public utility, you have to uh, uh, subscribe to this code of conduct. If your answer is government, fuck off, right? That's the fucking thin end of the wedge. Eventually what's happened is, what happens is government will assume control and then... Good luck with that. If you think it's bad at the moment, getting deep, you know, at least you're just getting demonetized and deplatformed. When the government takes control of it, they'll throw your ass in the fucking jail, and they're doing it already. So government has to stay the fuck away. So the best way to deal with this great sitting around, and I hear what you're all saying. Oh, we got us, we got us. That's a really good platform, and there's nothing better at the moment. If we stick with it. It's only going to stay what it is and the other platforms aren't going to grow because they're not going to get the revenue and the ad revenue. The thing is, essentially, people want on league tables. If you're a big player like Stefan Molyneux or something like that, he benefits from YouTube because his videos come up in the suggested videos. For someone like us... No one's going to discover us on Minds or or one of the other platforms. That's why we need to be on YouTube at the moment. But... um, I don't really know. I, I mean, it's been I mean, hard, it's actually been hard enough for us to grow the show. I'm not sure. I know. I'm not sure if our show has grown in terms of hits since my first uh, appearance on Tom Woods. Quite frankly, okay. And way more talking pe- of Tom Woods, way more people know about us, and yet I don't think that the listening numbers have gone up. Speaking of Tom Woods, speaking of Tom Woods, nothing. We may have something special for y'all. On our, for our hundredth episode, we which may. is ne- next week. Yeah, it's not confirmed, but mm. well, otherwise we'll have to send him to room one hundred and one. Uh, but anyway, you know these these guys. Right, let's assume for a moment that Tom Woods, for example, just went right. Fuck YouTube. I'm out here. I'm going to whatever. Right. Um, fuck commies are us. Wouldn't his entire fan base just go? Okay, we'll go. Are, are, are you saying they can't be bothered? But most people listen to him on iTunes. I'd say probably maybe ten percent at most. But are you saying that that massive audience that he does have on YouTube would just stay put? They wouldn't actually follow him over. They to would he follow went. him, but the thing is, people discovered him through YouTube. I discovered him. Yeah, through we YouTube. get that, but that's not a fucking reason to stay with it, though. Just because that's where you were discovered. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I'm just looking... You know, they discovered that's... Britney Spears on the Mickey Mouse show, for fuck's sake. Does that mean she should have stayed there all <laughs> fucking life? 
good, good this analogy, but still pretty funny. Someone needs to create at least a meta search engine that will actually plug into all of the video sites and search them all instead of just YouTube. That would have a chance of subverting the system. Facebook, I think Facebook's on its last legs. Yeah. I think well, Facebook I've never been dying. on Facebook. I've really, really enjoyed Facebook in the past, but it's got worse and worse. One of the things is, especially for someone like us who puts our media on other platforms, is Facebook will not put your posts in people's news feeds if they're off-site. It wants to keep you on Facebook so you're looking at those, their ads. And that really, they really doubled down on that when they started getting their own videos like this one we're doing right now. They're like, no, we've got our own videos so we're not going to promote YouTube videos. Very, very difficult to to make a following on, on Facebook. And again, <clears throat> to gain a following, YouTube, when I first started on YouTube, it had a great feature where you could message a video to all of your friends on YouTube. And after a while, after a couple of years, they limited it to 100 friends. And then, of course, they got rid of the feature altogether. Now, what was great about that feature is you put up a new video and you can email it to all your friends. Supposing you have 250 friends on YouTube. If 5% of them... If five of them do the same, think, oh, that was great, I'll email it to all my friends on YouTube, you could really have a good chance of getting a viral video that way. Anyone could do it. And you go, oh, but what about spam? Which was, of course, their reason for mm -hmm. not letting you do it. Well, I mean, you, you, you were under no obligation to have someone as your friend on Facebook, on, on YouTube, rather. So... If they kept on spamming you with videos, you just remove them as a friend and then you couldn't be targeted. There's nothing like that existing today. There's no way to reach a mass audience. The only real way to do it is find someone that's got a mailing list of 100,000 or a million people on their mailing list, um, you know, 10 to 15% of whom open each email and say, you know what, uh, we've got this offer, like, oh, we'll pay, we'll pay for you to let you let your following know that our channel exists or uh, I mean even I as everyone who listens to this who listens to a lot of podcasts knows yeah. I was totally whoring around going on all the libertarian podcasts after I wrote my book Procrastination Annihilation and I know people know because lots of people message me saying hey I've been hearing you on freaking every show yeah. recently over the last few months you, you Mr. Samurai yeah do you know what I mean I was trying to hustle trying to get yeah. people to download my free book are you omnipresent <laughs> are you are you the second coming of the Lord <laughs> I definitely think that the second coming is always more satisfying than the first <sighs> that was low <laughs> <laughs> even for me <laughs> yeah. so what are you saying to it well I'm saying look Okay, here's the thing. I mean, I've never Anyone done Facebook. Well. I've always fucking hated it, right? I thought it was a pile of shit. It I still do. Well. And that's good. The feeling's mutual. Um, but I, I had an interesting conversation with someone. I'm not going to say who it was. But they work for government, basically. They work for a government... Uh, I don't mean, like, shadowy, you know, intelligence, that kind of guy. But they work for a government uh, agency. And... Publicly funded, obviously. And he was having a conversation with a work colleague. And he said that he'd closed down his Facebook account four years ago, uh, which he did, and hasn't had one since. And the, the work colleague kind of looked surprised and went, really? How did you get a job here then? And he, he was kind of bemused by that. And he said, well, I find it 
it's really weird that you managed to get the job here with no Facebook account because it's kind of well known that they, if they can't find you on Facebook, they won't employ you because you're an unknown factor and they can't monitor you. Um, that I mean, I don't know if anybody's heard anything similar about uh, employers and the Facebook connection yeah we do hear about people looked up on facebook yeah we know that there's some companies who actually have a whole department who look at that to find out if you you know if you phone in sick for example they're they're on facebook to find out what you were doing the night before to see if they can catch you out we know that but the idea that they would not employ you based on the fact that you don't have a facebook account because (coughs) you're an unknown quantity that they can't get a handle on that's interesting um, so if anybody else has heard anything like that or experienced anything like that, let us know. Will Porter um, says, you guys are fucking crack in me up. With a break there. Yes, we are crack. Uh, as Salvador Dali said, I am the drug, take me. Uh, I, uh, I am the... I am hallucinogenic. I can't remember the exact quote, but he did say that. Something to that effect. Kyle Anzalone. Here's the foreign policy focus team. I know that, Will Will Porter, you're not technically, but you kind of are. Uh, I loved Facebook, but I'm about ready to give it up. Will replies, I'm just here for the memes. It's like they're actually... uh, Kyle Anzalone says the memes are not even very good anymore. All right, guys. It's our show, okay? You guys have got your own show. You don't have to have a public conversation. Just, just. just <laughs> but uh, here's the thing with it. Well, yeah. then aren't memes gonna? Right, some... we're gonna deplatform you. Just. <laughs> <laughs> right. Aren't memes illegal in Europe now? Anyway, uh, not seize, illegal, but seize yeah. the memes of production. I say. <laughs> well, the EU Daddy, is planning to do, do that. Daddy, what did you do? Daddy, what did you do during the Great Meme War? I didn't even post a picture of Pepe the Frog. Hippity hoppity, get off my property. So, I like that one. I like yeah. that meme. Okay, so basically, yes, Facebook isn't what it once was. Oh, uh, wait a minute, did you see, who's seen that meme, that horseshit meme that somebody done of uh, uh, an agent with his gun and a baby's face? And it was like, this is what Trump's America's like, you know, people getting separated from the family. And the fucking picture was actually a picture that was about 20 years old. It was a baby called Elian Gonzalez. Who this was during Clinton's time, um, and it was a a case of um, this baby had floated to America from Cuba on a like a piece of raft that had got wrecked at sea, and like the, some of his family had died getting them there. But the, the basically the baby had been separated from its father and taken to America, and I think the Supreme Court ruled quite rightly at the time that it was an inalienable right for the father to have the child back in Cuba. You know, despite the fact that it had this life-threatening journey, you know, terrible journey to get to America, and they forcibly removed the child from its uh, its <coughs> extended family in Miami and took it and, and returned it to Cuba. Um, well, I don't know. It's a, it's an inalienable right. The father wanted the kid back. Um, so that, why didn't that, they bring the father to Cuba to America? Well, he couldn't leave Cuba, obviously. You know, uh, at the time. So that they used that picture. These left-wing fuckwits used that picture and said, this is what it's like in Trump's America. No, wrong. That was Clinton with Elian Gonzalez. So how um, much they yeah. love Clinton, the least worst president, uh, many people think, uh, for a long time. Okay. Clinton the murderer, when, allegedly. Uh, yeah, did he, well, he was he a murderer. Bombed, he, he bombed, bombed a factory bombed in Sudan. Yeah. And he killed Serbs in Kosovo. So here's a thing that I meant to add, really, which is around the time 
Alex Jones got banned. A guest of this, a previous guest of this show, Darren Loki McGarvey, Loki the Scottish rapper. He was he he's thought it was a good thing because of the victims of Sandy Hook, which apparently Who's uh, he? Alex Jones. Alex Jones hurt the feelings of the family with his um, conspiracy theories. Well, I think a lot of the, th the shit they said he said about Sandy Hook, I don't even know if he said it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that could be also true. Now, that also was years ago. Yeah. Um, and it's like, he was like, I was like, you're next. <laughs> you say like one more time, I'm going to fucking knock you out. <laughs> I posited, okay. you're next for the gulag, Loki. And he, he said... Um, isn't this just you? Don't you believe the market knows best? Isn't this just the market correcting for yada 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 and uh, exercising the right? First of all, I know I'm not the first person to make this point, but first of all, just because they're a private company and I agree they've got the right to do it, doesn't mean that I not need dicks. to endorse them doing it. Yeah. Right. And um, but secondly, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, you you know the whole. It's the the creeping. Jesus. It's the creeping. <laughs> yeah, my my brain's gone flat. It's the it's the creeping tiptoe of totalitarianism, and I mean, okay, he's talking about he's got a book called Poverty Safari. I've not read it yet. I went. To Callum see, Strange is I went watching. To see Sorry, him. not seen you for a while. Yeah, Callum. not heard, Where the hell have you been, Callum not Strange? Seen you at a single no meetup. Yeah. What's wrong? Reported. Okay. Reported. Okay. Um, thanks for the distraction. I yeah, was doing right. so badly already, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. you had to make it worse. You fuckwit. <laughs> well, so the guy just turns up out of the blue. Callum, so we thought he'd been he's fucking kidnapped gone. by he aliens or something. He mistake. He probably doesn't care. Oh, oh you've he's been, been studying. studying. Holy shit! He's been shit. studying. Right. Okay, Mister. What, is what have you done? What the okay. entire What's library it? of Alexandria? You've been. What? Holy shit, dude! What are you studying? Book learning. Um, yeah, you're not there, book learning. Nice one, Shakespeare. So, um, <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> Will Porter says he will shut up. No, please continue with the comments. Yeah. Okay. It's, me it's nice to, to have up. a live audience. Do you know what I mean? It's nice yeah. to have some decent engagement for a change. You fuckwits yeah. that only ever. By the way, just in case we run out, just, out of, just in case we run out of steam on this one, which we probably will. I mean, we're going to do quite a yeah, short show today. But if you've got anything that you want us to actually talk about in today's show, because uh, we haven't really prepared for this one, uh, um, does it show? Yeah. <laughs> let us let us know uh, if you've got something that's burning your toast. Oh yeah, this is another thing that I want to bring up. It's only tangentially related. Tangentially. Tangentially. Um, he was like, don't you think that the market, don't you believe that the market knows best? I have never, ever said the market knows best. Do you know why? Because I don't believe that there's a fucking such a thing as a market that knows anything. There are only individuals. Individuals either interact voluntarily or they use coercion. What we call the market is just the sum total of voluntary interactions, voluntary exchanges of goods and services. The market doesn't know anything. The thing about the market is it's the least worst alternative. And why is it the least worst? Like, the market, like, sometimes people buy stupid shit that they shouldn't. They waste money on food that's unhealthy and they get fat or they get diseases or whatever, right? Do I think the market knows best? Maybe not. Like, maybe... But the thing is, it has the self-correcting mechanism of 
trial and error. And also the great thing about the market is if I have an idea, it needs to be tested. I need to sell it to a few people and if they like it, they spread the word about it or they buy it more often and it gets tested. The, the alternative is someone, some central planner makes a dictate and they have to best guess what's going to what it's going to be and it might affect millions of people i've mm. talked about this before in my presentation why markets work public versus private if you haven't seen it before i definitely recommend it i think i did a decent job but yeah this idea like i really hate when people say these thing these satirical things like the market knows best or you, um, you're a market fundamentalist it's like what does that mean I've got principles you know I don't believe that anyone should initiate the use of force or you're God the free market well you know what I hate to break it to you the only thing that God has in common with the free market is they're both figments of your fucking imagination right controversial controversial yeah there's no such fucking thing as the market um, it, what like it's just it's just a it's a social construct man right it's, uh, a, it's a concept the only the only god is it an abstract the concept? only god the only religion in politics is democracy it's the only thing that's ubiquitously yeah. accepted without any critical examination it ain't the free market it's democracy by the way did, did, did Callum strange just say that he had a fully funded uh course or something fully uh, funded at edinburgh uh, university, university of edinburgh, edinburgh fully did. funded by whom exactly <laughs> fully funded you right. looter you looter haven't you, you haven't you read your ayn rand <laughs> put well, a gun to people's I, head for your education well portrait says like dally i am the market or was that meerkat calm says the forest and the trees lucy stewart says did you hear about mastercard something now the cal now the comment is gone uh something about mastercard like how do i actually get the previous comments oh here we go i don't That's know lovely. that was a rhetorical question mastercard forced patreon to delete an account so basically master uh, you know a couple of people got demonetized from patreon a few times now mm. we don't use patreon because mm. In the UK, we have VAT, value-added tax, and they were wanting to take 20-25% of all donations for the government. As a libertarian podcast, I would suggest that we don't really want to be giving our donations to the government. However, if you do want to donate to the show, we will gladly accept PayPal, frequency528 at hotmail.co.uk. Um, and we will put it towards getting better mics or something like that. Better mics, better lighting, uh, better makeup. Pitches. Yeah, and maybe even we could get a couple of uh, like avatars to do it in place of us. Don't you think Anthony's put on weight? I definitely have put on weight. Um, but That's I'm what happens when you cut again. your hair. <laughs> you put on says, never, I got women, never cut your hair, you'll get fat. Callum okay. Strange, <laughs> I got a funded... Fully funded place at University of Edinburgh. What have you ah, done? He says he's, he said done? he got scholarships. Well, believe it or so. not, I did a postgrad in counselling skills at Edinburgh University. So how about are you, you guys? Are you, are you guys getting your uh, educational cock out on the table? Market is voluntary exchange, says Arthur Broussa. Exchange occurs when people think it will improve their situation. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Oh well, well do you know what, it's a lot better when an individual makes a bad decision in the market than when a central planner makes a big yeah. decision because millions and millions of people will be affected yeah. and many of them might even die. Have you ever thought of that? 
people, people might will die. People might die. Tam. Yeah. People might die. Remember what the ha happens when the government was in charge of um, distributing food? There was famine. So. Yeah. What so was it, what was it? What was it? Uh, Milton Friedman said about if the government was in charge of. Uh, Deserts or something like that. If sand, yeah, sand would soon be in short supply or yeah. something like that. I can't remember what it was. So, um, the Alex Jones thing, thin end of the wedge. What are you going to do next? Are you going to ban people who follow Alex Jones? A lot of people listen to Alex Jones just to find, keep an eye on him and find out or what he's up to. Yeah. Or debunk his lies. You know, there's lots of skeptic society people who love to follow... Um, uh, I don't know creationist yeah. channels or um, people who claim who debunk global warming and try and debunk the debunkers. Yeah, flat earthers. Flat. They monitor all this stuff, but I mean, what is the criteria? What is the criteria well, they, what they, what for not say, being allowed? Like what? Where, they say where they, they violated the terms of the. They say they violated their their operation policy or something like that. They're you know, um, which is horseshit. Um, but here's, how much of this do you think is to do with the midterms? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that I heard that point knocking about that this is ahead of the elections. Hmm. Hmm. Could be. Because they want to Because if they can't argue with you, they have to shut you up. And yeah. as we know, the left don't actually have any rational arguments against most of what uh, libertarians, libertarians have to say. Um, well, at least put it this way. The libertarians have debunked pretty much all, every left... Well, must be every left-wing argument going. Because, well, let's face it, the right, the so-called right, aren't turning up to the fight, are they? <clears throat> up until recently, they weren't. I mean, here's the thing. As I text Tam recently, like we've, we've got the Edinburgh Festival, as we mentioned last week, going on. There are so many shows here. Yeah. There's no shows um, promoting right-wing views or let's say free market views there is actually there's an adam smith play which i'm going to see tomorrow apparently it's completely packed out packed out they had trouble getting me a press ticket so but but broadly is speaking, it a play about what a cunt adam smith was <laughs> no no it's, it's it's apparently telling about his life and times and how i i spoke to the director on the phone and he described adam smith as neither left nor right but a humanitarian, of course, left I and hate right. Humanitarians. Did. Well, uh, what is this humanitarian? I've heard of a vegetarian. I've heard of people who eat meat. What are you accusing him of? Cannibalism. That's what I said cannibalism. Yeah. A cannibalist. So here's the thing. I said to Tam via text. I'm convinced that one of the reasons that the left are winning is people with our ideas don't make art. I mean, who is there? Ayn Rand. There's one or two sci-fi authors. It's like even conservatives. Okay. There was um, the late great, what's his name, the guy who wrote Starship Troopers and The Moon is a Harsh Mistress, Heinlein. He was writing specifically to the left. He was writing to the left and he was writing sci-fi to them because it was so prevalent being a, being a left-winger in sci-fi yeah. at the time. Okay, I don't agree with his views on militarism and things like that, but what do you expect from a right-winger? Um, he did reference Rand in his book, the, the Moon is a Harsh Mistress, so he must have read Rand. But realistically, this place is absolutely packed with comedians making fun of conservatives, Tories, Trump, 
Brexit. Where yeah. where is the fight back? Well, where is the fight back? Okay, you know that Edinburgh City Council is a bunch of buffoons. Okay, right. so they backed down. Okay, there's an Israeli dance company. Is it called Lev? Okay, and they are basically they're, they're as far as I know they're a cross community organisation. There's Arabs and Israelis who take part in this dance troupe. Now, just because it's received funding from the Israeli government... In fact, I don't even think it's because of that. I think it's just because it's Israeli. But they say it's because it's received funding from the Israeli government, uh, and in their words, the apartheid Israeli government, um, it shouldn't get a platform. Mm -hmm. And they guys, they, they protested this dance company in Edinburgh last year, and they successfully got them shut down. I don't know what the situation is this year, but they successfully... Edinburgh City Council, shame on you, no, shame. back down and... and and, and and you know shut them down. Yeah, and as so that's just a dance company. I don't think they were putting them making any political statements or anything like that. They were just a fucking dance company. What chance have you got if you're actually you know? I don't think you. I don't think you're up against much to get a show at the front. Now people might lampoon you. They might protest. There's like maybe three sort of conservative right right of centre comedians that perform yeah. here. Simon but Evans. That, yeah. Um, Dominic Frisbee, Frisbee and, and uh, a guy. There's a Scottish guy who's as well. called uh, Leo Kerse, and uh, yeah, cons well, there's a guy called Jeff Norcott, yeah. who's kind of a, a conservative from England as well. Yeah. They're the only ones I, I I know about. Now Leo Kerse is billed as a right wing Scottish comedian, but right wing in Scotland could just mean. Um, that he, I don't know. But oh, he, speaking of which, you know, he's, he's probably. I, I've no idea. But right wing is you don't. It's not hard to be right wing in Scotland. You know, right. you don't. Uh, Ruth Davidson, the leader of the Conservative Party, the Scottish Conservatives, uh, recently said that she agreed that Amazon should be taxed to help high streets. So that's what passes for being leader of the, of the Conservative, Conservative Party. Party. In Scotland. Yeah, she's also in favour of censorship. Right. Um, so... Well, that's not new on the right, to be honest. They've always pretty well, that's, much... Well, that, that's... that's Okay, yeah, that's, that's a fair one. But, yeah, but she wants to tax Amazon to... To, to uh, help Supposedly to help okay. high street businesses. So, but the thing... But globally speaking, what I'm saying is I just don't think that people on the right um, have been turning up to make art and to influence the culture through art. Rand talked about the importance of this and how art shapes the culture. Of course um, it does. Now, I, <clears throat> if there are any writers out there who'd like to collaborate on play or novel or short stories, because I'm more of a team player, I've got some ideas, but I don't see myself bringing them to fruition on my own. If you're writers and you'd like to collaborate on something to that effect then hit me up and we'll see maybe many ha ha hands make light work maybe we can do something together um, there's even the possibility if we write a play of trying to test this hypothesis trying to bring it to the fringe next year you can go to the free fringe it doesn't cost you very much and see if we get deplatformed for promoting right wing or libertarian, not that I consider myself to be a right-winger, uh, pro-free market, and even, dare I say it, anti oh, I don't dare say it, anti-feminist, um, something, something controversial. I've got an anti-feminist. 
You've got one? Yeah. What's that? That's oh, right, right, that's her I've, name. I've, yeah, well, just, it's not her name, but it's what she is, yeah. So I've got, yeah, my mum's sister, one of my mum's sisters. Is a raging feminist. Raging. Uh, Lucy says she'd love to write it. something. Uh, what's that you'd love to write? Um, our erotica? Libertarian erotica? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, I think Anne Rand already done that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Badly. Badly, yeah. Um, it was like Mills and Boone, for fuck's sake. I'd, yeah, but uh, she didn't really go into much detail. Uh, I know at least one person who found them. Uh, Lucy Stewart agrees to write About Libertarian I, I Erotica with, with me. So, isn't that just. So, anyway, let's not get distracted. Why don't you get erotic uh, with her and then you could just get somebody to write it all down? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Um, I don't even know this a, woman. There's Sorry. A, there's a there's a proposal. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Well, let's see what she says. <laughs> I could write it down while you are at it. Yeah. Just gonna. Like, I don't uh, know why I'd be doing that. Uh, <laughs> Lucy Stewart says in caps, "LMFAO." I don't know if she's laughing at the prospect of getting erotic at me, with me. Getting erotic she just at you. Getting erotic with me. Uh, or she's laughing at the pro. Oh my god! Don't be so ridiculous. I could never do that. Uh, apparently, she, she says I'm so offended. Well, do you know what? Your feelings don't have rights. Only humans have rights. Individuals have rights. What would the book be called? The Duchess and the <laughs> <laughs> the Duchess and the Counselor. Yeah, I don't know. The Duchess and the Podcaster by Barbara <laughs> Cartland. <laughs> There you go. So please submit your uh, ideas for erotic libertarian themes and also just general science fiction or uh, any any medium, any medium. Let's get together and collaborate on making some pro-free market propaganda because the left are... Ser Do you know what? I went and saw a show and I have to say the artist... The actor was truly excellent. It was oh, called. That's, a prob that's part of the problem. Yeah, it was called the big, the Laird's big Brexit. Bre Brexit being Scottish for Brexit, and the idea was you had a lord or no, a basically someone that, basically an aristocrat, um, talking to a private party about his plans for a new conservative Scotland. Not only did he want to exit from the European Union, but Sounds he wanted good. to get rid of the Scottish Parliament and put Scotland back under the rule of the English because... And basically, what his whole act was, I'm a posh elitist, right? No no dealing with any person who's from Brexit's... Just getting uh, modelled on you and McHarvey, I It was pretty good. I would say it was well written, but what I hate about that kind of art is laughing is not an argument. Satirising your enemy is not an argument and it's so prevalent like you just laugh at them comedy is the greatest vector from mind control because you don't even realize you're being programmed by it they just ha 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 you laugh at someone else as you sink back into the norm as you sink back into the average opinion lucy says i'm going to have fun thinking about this ha 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 i don't know if she means the writing the play or the erotica so anyway this is one of the things be careful about comedy because comedy is like the number one vector that's used to make certain opinions mainstream and certain opinions off the table 
Yeah. And I, I did write a review of the show and I chinned the writer for it and I challenged him at the end to write something that's more considered, as in go out and interview people who have views that you disagree with and represent them on stage as they would like to be represented. How about that for an idea? And I'll see if I get can hear anything back for, from him. So, uh, Will Porter says, laughing your way right into the gulag. Well, we've certainly been using some mind control on you guys at home with the humour in this show. So I guess I just despair of the of that kind of art because even though it's good as you say that's exactly the problem with it the problem with it is it's well written the problem yeah. with it is it's well acted and that is seductive um, but isn't there a, a, a problem here in the sense that as you have pointed out in the past um, don't people on the right tend to be okay sorry people on the left tend to be artistic yeah, creative types. That's the problem we have. That's right. the, that's one of the problems we have. They tend to be whereas people who are successful on the right might be in business, they might even be in the public sector. But it did make me think the Brexit thing because there is a certain class of aristocrat in this country, not so much in America because <coughs> America most of the rich people earned their money or their parents earned their money. Whereas here we do have an aristocracy, we have peerage and things like that. And there, there is a certain class of people here who are quite happy for themselves as rich people to draw income from the state, um, whether it's farming subsidies or it's just the fact that their land wasn't actually even earned by their family. Um, you know, it was more like given to them by the king or something at some point. And, uh, yeah, it was gained by conquest. Okay, right. But but what I mean is there's a certain like they have a view they live up to the they live up to the Scottish stereotype of a Tory, which is, oh, I've never worked in my life because daddy's rich, but I'm an intellectual, so all that stuff's below me. However, you know, poor people on welfare, they're scroungers and quite frankly they they should just be conscripted into the army to to keep their to keep well, the that's hands a stereotype busy. of the Scottish uh, but, yeah. how, but how accurate is it? No, I don't think it's accurate but at all. It's not of the it's not of the Scottish Tory, but I think it, there's a degree of truth in it when it comes to the actual aristocratic type. That it, well, if it's a half truth or even a part truth, part truths are usually more dangerous than outright lies. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, I know, and I, I don't really know. I'm not really proposing a solution to this or anything like that. But what I'll just mean to say there are is a lot more, say, rich people who didn't earn their riches here than say in the United States or Canada, where they have well, particularly the United States, where the idea of the self-made man is like, you know, in the culture. Yeah. You know. I mean, who do we have art-wise in the UK that you could even remotely describe as conservative? Julian Fellows, that's about mm. it. I don't know. Um, you don't know who Julian Fellows is? No. Julian Fellows wrote Downton Abbey. Well, look, Kyle Anzalone says there was humour in this show. Yeah, quite right. It's, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Michael Arthur Bruce says, left-wing are collectivists and that encourages their outrage, outreach, overreach. People that believe in the individual have trouble seeing how other people will value being an outgoing person. Hmm. Well, 
I just, I just add that people on the right are largely collectivist as well, just in different ways. We are, we are the vanguard. We are the small percentage that are actually individualists. Yeah. Most people think you have a certain duty to your tribe just because they're your tribe. They don't think you can choose your own tribe. And But this is a point we get when we're individualists. People say, well, people are naturally collectivistic. People naturally group. And if it's not by race, then it's by, um, like, say, objectivism is just a substitute um, for... You know, I'm fine with that. The, the whole point of being an individual is an individualist is not that you reject that humans are social creatures. You say that you can choose your own tribe based on the characteristics of individuals rather than their unchosen characteristics, be it their, you know, race, yeah. religion, uh, gender, whatever. However, you, know, you can however, choose your own tribe. I think as libertarians, we have to be careful that we don't make the same mistake the left did, with the socialists did which was is to underestimate the power of that shit, the, the power of um, the nation state, right. the power of people's adherence yeah. To, yeah, to tribal loyalties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it, it is very ingrained yeah, yeah, it's and very extremely ingrained. powerful. You know? And if yeah, you well, don't negotiate it properly, you make the same mistake the socialists did, which is totally... Um, you know, they 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 lost the, they they lost their their grip on the working classes because they they underestimated that power. So, yeah. Yes. I don't know where I was going with that. But well, I I I agree with you. It's, I agree it's, with you that. You can't just because you have an individualist bent, uh, or a, or you've come to the individualist conclusion, doesn't mean that you have to ignore, or at least you certainly shouldn't ignore or be blind to the fact that most people are collectivists you um that's just where we're at the moment now it would be really nice if all our individualists could go one place and have our own country um but then they, why don't we do that but then they could just well, bomb that country and then that would be libertarianism <laughs> fucked forever right okay like you mean the, the leader of hezbollah said he wants all the jews to move to israel so he doesn't have to go around the world killing i could believe one. i could yeah. believe that he said that yeah so <laughs> Yeah, so maybe that's maybe the leftists want us all to move to New Hampshire so they can just bomb us <laughs> and kill us all. Uh, who knows? But it's the, I would think it's probably it's worth thinking about. You know, creating a if you want to deplatform us, then you just need to go through the archives and find the show where I said that um, black slaves in America had a better standard of living than serfs in Russia did at the time, or than they would have had if they'd been taken by Arab slavers which by the way is true but someone will come along and say it's racist uh, or you could or you could maybe find the show where he said that some people are homeless sorry some people are poor because they're just cunts and I, and, and I, another, I, I stick by my comments and in another show he said that some people are homeless some people deserve to be homeless you know what he said was don't tell me don't tell me that no one deserves to be homeless because I fucking disagree, yeah. I believe. Yeah, that's, well, that's true. I mean, like, there's no end to people who... I mean, surely like a fuck, right? I mean, I'll say it again. If somebody uh, beats their wife, uh, you know, abuses their children, you know, sexually, and, you know, surely the, 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 the least thing that that person deserves is to be sitting in the street with a cup in their hand and the rain pissing down their back. Surely that's the least. I mean, if somebody was a multiple rapist, for example, 
And at the end, when he was found guilty, the judge says, I sentence you to be homeless for three years. People would be outraged. They'd go, what? That's it? That is it? He's just fucking homeless. You're not going to put him in fucking jail. People would be fucking outraged. So when people say nobody deserves to be homeless, you talk shit. You know? Really? Nobody in the entire world deserves to be homeless. How do you get how do you deem what someone else deserves? That's an interesting question. Well, I guess okay, like if somebody's living with me and I boot their ass out into the street and the you know and I decide they deserve to be homeless, then that's fine. If somebody else decides, well, I don't think that guy deserves to be homeless, I'm going to take him in. I'm not stopping anybody for doing that. I'm not going to, you know, prevent him. They stand in front and go, do not take that man into your house. He's a multiple rapist. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you from doing that. I'll say, I don't think it's a good idea to take that man into your house. But I'm not going to stop you from doing it. He's so, not talking about me, by the way. Those were two separate examples. One was him booting me out of yes, the house, the, and the other one was him the, booting me. The word he's multiple not, has he's no not place. Saying, he's it. not saying I'm a multiple rapist. <laughs> right, Callum Strange says, what do you think of the UKIP after War Plan Purple? Now, I'm going to uh, put my hands up and say I don't know what that is, so you better war fill us in. War Plan Purple. You better fill us in if you want us to discuss yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Tell us quickly Tell what us War all Plan about Purple. It. Is that just the colour of... Um, what's his name, that guy, Cockburn, the Scottish guy, the Scottish UKIP guy, is that just the colour of his head? Are they just going to frighten everybody with Cockburn's head? Not any any type of purple, but Warplan purple, I didn't know that shade, maybe that's the colour you should get your walls painted. Um, Sargon, etc, joining. Ah, right, so they're going to bring in all these guys like Sargon and Paul Joseph Watson and probably, uh, what's the, the Count Dankula. I think Dankula. they were starting their own party called the Liberalists. Yeah, I don't think that really took off. Milo, Count Dankula, yeah. oh, Paul, yeah, Paul Joseph Watson. Watson. So they're going to bring all those in and bring them in. Uh, this is an attempt probably to make UKIP more attractive to youth. Right. I don't know if it'll pay off. Fundamentally, UKIP, you know, they're a right-wing party... Very right way. They still want to massively increase military spending. I don't know where where UK ranks in military spending, but it's like something like the sector eighth. They spend the sector eighth most in the world. It's like, dude, there's like six. And they want to put money into the NHS. There's <laughs> there's sixty five million people here. You don't you don't need like the sixth biggest military budget in the world. Spend the money better. Um. Secondly, uh, there was a time where on their uh, website. I know that parties have the right to change, but I saw it right there on their website. They wanted to reintroduce corporal punishment in schools. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, it's like, what the fuck? Like, where do these weird right wingers come from? Um, well, should we have corporal punishment in public schools? Let's not have public schools. Yeah, then yeah. you can have your own private school, and you can you can have it's corporal punishment kids, if you, you want. Can, if you want to send your you kid to a school where your kid needs to be smacked in order to behave. What kind of fucking school are you sending your kid to when it needs to be smacked yeah, in order to the, want to learn or behave? Yeah, maybe the teacher should be doing a better job. I mean, most people actually fucking love learning, right? Yeah. I don't get to go to I don't get to put on a play and then go Oh, the audience were falling asleep. They're bad people. Like we should smack them. It's like, dude, yeah. 
It's your job as a teacher to make the fucking kids interested in what you're teaching, you authoritarian cunt. And if they're not interested, I agree with you. Uh, you should have you the just, right to say, I don't want to teach that yeah, kid. Get it out of my class. Out, End of. Unfortunately, it has a right to an education. No. You know, uh, there's interesting. I recommend thoroughly recommend the book Summerhill, where they had uh, a school where kids did not have to go to any. We're not obliged to go to any classes. And it's a bit like a Steiner school type idea. It's slightly different. There is some crossover. Okay. Um, some people don't like the Steiner schools because they don't teach technique. Like, say if they teach art, they don't actually teach people how to draw properly. It's like, oh, anything goes. And some people don't like that. Okay. Um, Summerhill School, they did teach them properly. But the thing is, if the kid doesn't want to go to class, no one forces them to. But if they are holding the class back, the other kids can vote to chuck them out of the class until they catch up. Now, and the whole uh, when the book was written on it, the headmaster said, in the whole history of the school up to that point, um, only one child had never gone to any classes. And they still learned. They've yeah. learned by doing other stuff. But he said the more authoritarian their background, the more authoritarian their parents or the schools that they'd been to before, the longer they didn't go to classes before they started going to classes. But eventually, pretty much all the kids went to classes because they found out that, they found that there was at least some things that they were really interested in learning. Yeah. And they didn't do exams until they need, you know, they needed it to get into uni. Then they'd start buckling down and learn all the stuff for the exams because they saw the value of it to them. I think one of the problems is basically that the work you do in school is meaningless. Like, if you make a fucking table, someone can use that table. Yeah. But when you're just filling out these worksheets, you know it's not useful to anyone. It's You're not helping. You're not being productive. Yeah. It's not an interesting way to learn. Yeah. Callum Strange says, the No party is perfect. Are they not the most libertarian of the parties, a pragmatic vote? Uh, I think you'll find that the Scottish Libertarian Party... Scottish Libertarian Party, or even the Libertarian Party UK. See, this is the myth of the wasted vote. This is what keeps mainstream parties in power forever and ever and ever. Oh, that's... You're wasting your vote. Well, guess what? See, if you vote for anybody who didn't win, you've wasted your vote. Even if you voted for the person that won, you wasted your vote because they would have won even if you hadn't turned up. Well, so possibly not. But We know. always make this example of the fact that the Green Party were instrumental in having chlorofluorocarbons banned. Not because they got anyone into office, but because they were stealing votes away from what was yeah. called the Liberal Party at the time. And so the other parties started stealing their policies. Hey, we've got a fucking bunch we've of policies. We've got a whole bunch of policies. We'd please love them to be steal, stolen. Yeah. Steal them. Please yeah. steal them. Yeah. Um, I would love either UKIP or the Conservative Party or any party, Scottish National Party, to just lock, stock and barrel, take all our policies and, and, and use them. And I put might them even into, join. And, yeah, I might even join and put them into uh, practice. However, I don't think there's any danger of that any day soon. So, no, I don't think... Is there any danger of Scottish Liberty Podcast getting deplatformed? Um, 
there's every danger, you know. I don't think we're big enough to be an annoyance. I don't think we're not on the radar, so to speak. But it I, I guess it only takes somebody to complain. It would be good for us to get involved in a controversy so we could get I, big, sure like uh, Milo or Count Dankula. Like, if only, like, if only someone. The thing is, if, right, if Milo or Dankula or whoever get involved in a controversy and they go to jail, <laughs> they've got plenty of people who'll pay to bail them out and pay for yeah, lawyers. Pay us, we right. don't, okay. Uh, what I suggest is someone goes through the entire YouTube <laughs> archive of our shows and takes all yeah. takes uh, all the excerpts of Tam. The offensive, Wait, the most offensive, best. The, of, uh, yeah, the best. But also every time that Tam has made an anti-Semitic joke at my expense, which must be numbering in the dozens by now. Like just make a con, just make a con, just make a just make a compilation of that and put it up on the internet. That's a hate crime now. He could go to jail for making those anti-Semitic jokes. What well, anti-Semitic jokes? I don't know if they're anti-Semitic jokes. Talk about anti-Semitic jokes. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> yeah, he is has an anti-Semitic joke. <laughs> I don't think he actually is an anti-Semite. He's well, probably just very pro-Israel. Pro-Israel? He's probably pro-Palestine. Pro-Hezbollah. Pro do you think that he's fucking... Do you think... I, I mean, Pro-Black September. Be, he might be... He might be... Uh, I don't think it helps his case it. when he... He denied going to the graveside of Black September terrorists who were involved in the, Why did the, you lie? Involved in the murder of uh, Israeli athletes at Munich. I don't think it helped that he honoured them by going to their graveside. And then, years later, when he was asked about it, lying about it. And apparently the Daily Mail, of all papers, done a thoroughly good uh, investigation in this and found out that he did indeed go to the graveside of uh, these... Uh, Palestinian terrorists. Yeah, but but Boris said that Burka. Oh, that's right. <laughs> know, Bollock, Boris Bor Boris, Boris's Burka bollocks. His name's not even Boris. It's Alexander. Why does everyone call him Boris then? Because he calls himself Boris. What the, he identifies as Boris. Yeah, Let oh, Boris by the way, come to life. See at the Fringe Central today. <laughs> yeah. I saw that there was a notice up on the toilet door that said, "We respect gender diversity here. You may use whichever toilet you yeah. prefer." Okay. Okay. Cool. Fine. Uh, Lucy Stewart, I'm not an anti-Semite, I'm just anti-Israel, is what all anti-Semites say. Yeah. I'm really not sure that that's the case, however, um, it might be. Um, yeah. There's a lot of it just good old-fashioned Jew-hating. Anyway. So shall we wrap it up? We'll wrap it up. Be libertarians. I'm yeah. not going to say the rest yeah, of it. Just don't be a dick. Because yeah. Tam hates it. <laughs>